This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. Don't like your odds? Enjoy daily bet boosts on your favourite sports and make your best bet now at betvictor.com. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Turfcast podcast full-time show. Of course, it's the Palace game we're going to talk about today. It's just finished, well, about, what, 10, 15 minutes ago. 
And it's another point, and and it's another point that edges us further to safety, because um, that's obviously what we need to be doing, don't we? Um, you'd have, if you'd have said a couple of weeks ago, you'll take you'll get seven points from Brighton away, Spurs at home, and um, Palace away. You'd have took it all day long, wouldn't you? So we're in a decent position now. I think it's fair to say, feeling much much better um, about things than. Um, we were a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunately, there's no Simon today. Me and Simon are both going to a do tonight. Um, and that meant that he couldn't come on because um, he's got to go and get um, his step-parents. Or something. That's, that's, that's what they call his missus, his mum and dad. Um, so he's running some errands. Johnny Tate's gone to the cinema. Um, so it's just me and some guests. Um, we've got one in already, so I'll bring um, Matt in pretty soon. But just to quickly give my summary on the game. Um, first off, we're poor, weren't we? I think it's fair to say. First off, we were very poor. Um, Palace had the, the the better of pretty much anything in the, in the first 45. Uh, we were slow, lethargic. You know, we were second to every ball. Our people were texting me saying, this ain't good enough. Matt's one of them. Um, he can have his say in a minute. Uh, Johnny Tate as well. Um, but the second off, you know, we didn't do anything different. We just got that early goal. And then, it, well, momentum's a big thing in football, isn't it? Goals change games and then... We're just much better after that, much, much better after that. Uh, but let's have a quick look around the grounds. Let's see what else has gone on today. Unfortunately, well, I'm going to say unfortunately, there's, but, you know, I think that the results would have taken them today. is The one that is quite annoying is this one. Um, Watford couldn't, uh, sorry, Man United couldn't break down Watford uh, when you would have fully expected them to. So they have, of course, got a point as well. But with us getting a point as well, you know, it's not really, it doesn't really matter. Um, Everton are playing Man City soon. That's the other important one for us. And of course, Brentford and Newcastle. Now, I would have obviously preferred that one to be a draw. Let me know in the comments what you think. But um, if anyone's going to lose that game, I'd rather it be I'd rather it be Brentford because I think they're the team that's going to they're the team that's going to get dragged into it. Uh, and they did get a man sent off quite early on. Uh, just quickly looking at it now after clicking that. I think it was in like the 10th minute or something like that. 11th minute. So you would have expected Newcastle to win that from there. And of course, it did do. Chris Wood still hasn't scored for them, though. Um, Brighton Villa still going on at the minute. Uh, there was a delay due to traffic or something. Um, so I'm not exactly sure um, what happened there. Like I said, it's something to do with traffic. Villa arrived late. Um, the championship, unfortunately, Blackburn won. Uh, Aki Stanley, 10 men, but managed to get a 3-2 win. Uh, and League Two, Mark Hughes' first game as Bradford manager. He couldn't end up getting them a win. Forest Green, who are at the top, won. And who else is doing well in League Two? I can't remember. Tramir, isn't it? And they got battered 4-2. So not a good day for fans doing well in League Two. But the more, more most important thing is let's have a look at the league table. Let's see what today's point does for us uh, in terms of that. Obviously, as you can see, apologies, I have a very, very slow uh, computer. Um, just take it forever to load. There you go. Um, but that's the bottom of the table. So Norwich, who, of course, lost yesterday, weren't it? Yeah, they're now four points adrift of us, and we've got two games in hand on them. So you can say they're pretty much dead and buried. I, I, even though Watford have picked up a point today, I still think they're gone, uh, if I'm honest with you. Uh, they're two points behind us when they've played two games more. Teams above us, Leeds murdered again today, beating 4-0 on to Spurs. Everton playing later on. Brentford are in absolute free fall. Look at Newcastle, all the way up in 14th now. Just two points away from Leicester. Uh, look at their form, Newcastle. Fair play to them. So the win today, draw last time out before that against Newcastle, then three wins in a row. Um, and of course, our form isn't much worse. There's just only that defeat in there against Liverpool. Um, so you know, I don't think we're too far behind them on that front. But um, yeah, another point today. The momentum keeps going. 
I'll just read out a comment that we've had. Islanders never say die. Podcast says, think Brentford are in serious trouble of going down. Uh, yeah, mate, I'd, I'd pretty much agree with that. Um, I'm going to bring Matt in in just a second. So, Matt, if you want to turn your camera on, I can see you down there. There he is. He's just turned his camera on. Um, so we're going to bring Matt in for his first ever appearance on Turfcast. There he is. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm not bad, you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. So, do you agree with my summary there of the game? Like I said, I feel like the first 45 were pretty poor. We looked lethargic. The, the commentator on my perfectly legal stream, and it is now actually perfectly yeah. legal, uh, that we were passive, and that's the perfect word to, to use. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, he said, he said that on mine as well. But, yeah, I think, like you said, we, we were slow in midfield. They had more in midfield, and I think they just dominated us going yeah, forward I think, in that I midfield think... area. Yeah, I think Vieira won the tactical battle there in the first half. I think he just put three in the middle, like you say, and they just overran us in the middle of the park. And we got no joy whatsoever. No joy whatsoever. We were just slow, lethargic. And I, I struggled to see how we were going to get back into it in the second half. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it done out that we've played like twice in what, six days sort of thing. That's third game. Three in times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we played so last Sunday. Yeah, we played last Sunday, didn't we? Sort of thing. So. But that's not but, yeah. going to get any better, is it? Because we've got Leicester on Tuesday. So yeah, and then it's going to be really tough that, one. Is it a big team again after that? Um, you know what? Or You've caught me off guard there, mate. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. Um, let's just quickly. I know look the at commentators the are saying we had a, like Chelsea coming up, and ah, you're right. Yeah, teams, you're so. right. You are right because it's on March the fifth, and that's my little boy's birthday. So the missus have put a foot down and said I can't go on it. So unfortunately for that one, yeah. Let's just have a look at the fixtures then. So we've got Leicester next on Tuesday, then Chelsea next Saturday. Um, Brentford away, obviously. I'll be going to that one. Uh, then we've got, then, then finally we've got you know a bit of a bit of a gap because we don't play again until a week after that when we've got Southampton at home, another good side but another winnable game, and then a two week gap and we've got Man City at home. So at least we'll be well, well rested for that Man City game. But I think the Brentford that, wants a big one, isn't it? That we need to get three points yeah. from really. Yeah, I think Leicester's a big game as well. If you look at them, just two points above. I'll bring the league table back in, but if we just look at them, just two points above Newcastle now. I'm not saying they're in danger. I don't think they are. Um, but they're catchable, I'd, though, aren't they? Yeah, they are catchable for, for Newcastle and us are in decent form, but I just think there's too many teams down there for them to go down. But um, for me, I, what, what I'm trying to say is it's a winnable game because they're not all there. However, Jamie Vardy has been injured, so I'm not sure if he's going to be back. So No idea, but he always causes problems. Yeah, exactly. So if he's if he's back, he's going to cause us problems as well. We're getting some comments coming in. If you are watching, uh, please get your comments in. I'll do my best to read them out. Graham Jennings says, Brentford season rest on three games, I think. Norwich and Burnley next to then Leeds on the final day. Yeah, but I mean, to be, you are spot on, Graham, but a lot of people were saying today was part of that. And of course, they've lost one of them already. Um, so it's, you know, I, I can't see Brent. I just can't see Brentford staying up as it stands. I, I'm, we have got the momentum. We need to carry this momentum on, though. Um, and we have done today. You know, it's a good point, that. So, fingers crossed, we can carry yeah, on with that. And Mark Howard... started. Sorry, go on, mate. Yeah, I'd, I'd, well, I think I was talking too, weren't I, before the game, weren't I? I'd, I'd take a point. Yeah. 100% I'd take a point. But I, uh, when we were going into it, I, I just had a feeling we were going to get hammered. And after that first half, I thought, oh, might as well turn it off after this. But then we came to in the second half. But like you said, nothing changed, but they were just poor. And we, we took a bit more of a chance. I, I just feel like we, they'd have got bollocks at half time a little bit because he didn't change the system or anything at all. He just, he, I, I actually had to delete a tweet because I put a tweet out saying, like, no subs at half time. Not sure what the thinking is there. And literally 40 <laughs> seconds later, we'd scored. So no one had seen it. So I quickly deleted it. 
Um, no, but yeah, I, I just think I just think it's a case of us coming out of the blocks, getting the goal, and you know, not to go full cliche on everybody, but goals do change games. So it was just one yeah, of them where it would. changed it. We had the momentum, uh, and we went from there. Uh, Mark Howarth says, I think Miller, I can't I can never pronounce his name, took his own goal superbly. Team looked flat in the first half. Yeah, we did. We did look flat. Why do you think we look so flat then, Matt? Why do you think we look flat? I just think it's the amount of games in such a short time. And obviously, we've only got a small squad, haven't we? So, yeah, don't think that really helps us. Yeah, I think I said that on the pre-game show, didn't I? I think I predicted nil-nil, actually. I put 1-1 one, one on the Super 6, so I'll have five points <laughs> there. Um, but I think it had draw written all over it, didn't it? Um, so, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, do, I don't think we're ever going to go and win at, at yeah. Palace like we have done in the past. Yeah, I'll bring the league table in one more time. Uh, just this is for you, Matt, because I'm going to ask you about the, the relegation battle. So the momentum is with us and Newcastle, I think it's fair to say. So what? Yeah. who do you, th- do you think will stay up? I think we've got a good chance, yeah. I I mean, you look at it before like a few games ago and you think, no, we're we done and dusted. But then you look at the table and think, well, there's only what four points and we're on 25 points, same as Newcastle, which we'd overtake Newcastle on goal difference. So it's... yeah. One of them. It just depends how games go and the results go our way, sort of thing. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't think Everton will stay down there. Not with a new manager like Franken. I think Everton are good at home and poor away. Now they're playing at home to now, but they're playing Man City, so you would think that they'll yeah, get beat. Yeah, I can't see them beating City. Yeah, Not after yeah. City got battered by Spurs, I think they'll want to come back and prove a point. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, another thing. There's a comment here from Islanders Never Say Die podcast. And he says, have to hope that Corny is back for Tuesday. Obviously, Corny was on the bench, so he was back today. Yeah, that opted not to buy Dyche. Like, yeah, I'd have brought him on. I would have brought him on, but I, I'm, I agree with not starting him. What do you think? No, I agree. I, I'd have kept the same team as we did on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night. So we won at Spurs, put a decent performance in, but then I'd have bring him off on the off the bench uh, for GA or, or for a winger. But I, don't, I don't know which winger I'd take off. Yeah, I, I, I'd have brought Corney on and took Jay off, I think. I'd have, I think yeah, I'd have, I wouldn't have brought Barnes on because I think he'd give away a foul, a needless foul like he does. I just think we needed someone up top who could get in behind quick enough because they were lacking at the back. Yeah, especially yeah, in that think, second think, half. They were pretty poor, yeah. I think. And and they, they, do, they do struggle with set pieces. I think that, I said on Twitter dinner, that sub showed Dash's intentions for the last five, yeah, ten minutes and, and it, it worked like perfectly well. And get that point. Yeah, yeah. And and if we'd have got a set piece, it's it's another bit of danger from the set piece, isn't it? Um, yeah. We're getting some more comments coming in. Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm getting loads of free advertising to this podcast on my podcast here. Um, <laughs> says Everton has a tough schedule. And you are right. I think they've got some very tough games. I, I, do, I agree with Matt, though. I do think Everton will get out of it. I just think they've got enough quality. Same with Leeds. I don't see Leeds. I know they've been absolutely dreadful. And they were shocking again today. They've yeah. been shocking for a while. But it showed. I watched the Leeds game for the Burnley game, and it, and it cut to Phillips, Bamford, and Cooper in the crowd. And you just know that when them three come back, they're going to change them properly. Yeah, Bamford I think Leeds will start scoring for him, and Phillips will, will bring that midfield back together, won't he? Yeah, he's got a lot yeah. more strength than uh, that. Who's he? Who's he plays there now? It's only a small guy, isn't he? Um, there's got what's he called now? They've got that click. He plays there. I think. Um, so according to something. Uh, that I saw today, he tried um, Ailing there, but I don't know if that's right because when I watched yeah, it, I felt like Ailing was at right back, to be honest. So yeah, if I he is putting Ailing right there, then yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised to see Bielsa walk between now and the end of the season. We're getting some comments coming in. Matt, I want to ask you about McNeil's performance because I've seen a comment here from John Fitzpatrick, who's got a very lovely profile picture there, John. Um, it says, McNeil looked class again today. Not played as good as the last two games, but still grabbed a well-earned point. I thought McNeil was a little bit... I think McNeil, McNeil I personified... Yeah, McNeil personified the team, I think, for me. In the first half, he was off it. In the second half, he was, he was decent again without really creating too much. Um, yeah, I think in the first sometimes half, sometimes you do need to do the dirty work. I think he went backwards and sideways a lot in the first half, uh, and then second yeah. half he came to. He had a, he had a, uh, a go at Klein a few times and put a decent ball in the box. But other than that, yeah. I think when we're putting the balls in the box as well, our, our front two seem to go near post together. Yeah, and then yeah. leave the back post open, and a few went into the back post, and there were no one there. But yeah, could just be tactics um... sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one because um, I felt in the first half he was doing that quite a lot, like you said. I even texted you, didn't I, saying cul-de-sac is back because he just yeah. he, he, he likes to run into a hole and then he's two one-footed and then he'll spin around and go backwards. But I do agree with John that in the second half he was pretty good. Um, random username says, is Eric injured? He was class in the first half. I actually thought Eric was poor, to be fair, mate. He's been class recently, but Zaha were getting a bit of joy against him and things like that. Um, but I would presume he's injured or Charlie Taylor will will now be the, the guy there anyway, just because he's a better footballer, um, to be honest. John Ingham says... Taylor, sorry, go on, mate. I don't think Charlie Taylor were that impressive when he came on. No, but he didn't really have much he, to do, did he? It's going to take a while to get back into it, I think, is Charlie. He's been out yeah. for a while. Hopefully, you know, Tuesday will be that time, but it's looking like Eric will have a spell on the sidelines now. John Ingham says, we were a little flat today. Decent result, but draws aren't going to keep us up. I disagree, John. If we... All we needed to do today was keep the momentum going. Yes, draws aren't going to keep us up with draw every single game. Between, well, actually, they probably would, um, to be honest. But we do need to start winning games. But a draw away from home, never to be sniffed at, mate. And I'm just going to bring in Dan, because he's nodding. And I've heard the, the, the stream yard pop noise when someone comes in. Dan from Turf Morehouse TV is in. Dan, I'll let you take the lead on this one. What do you think to John's comment there? Because, yeah, I agree, draws aren't going to keep us up at home to Norwich and, you know, Watford. But a draw away at Palace, that's not to be sniffed at, is it? No, is it? I'd have took a point before we even kicked the ball, to be fair. Uh, I predicted 2 2. Um, I'm very happy with a point. I think it was a scrappy game. We could have easily lost that one as well. Uh, yeah, towards the end, yeah. You, you know, the first couple of minutes, we, we got on the front foot, tried to take the game to them, but then sort of slowly but surely, they, they made us creep back. And, um, you know, their goal and our goal were pretty much similar. Uh, not, not just in terms of the fact that it was scored by a Palace player, but. Uh, <laughs> it, it just is one of those um, a draw is a very good point away at Sellers Park they've just come off the back of a really good win against Watford you know we've just had that win against Spurs the games have been coming thick and fast for us as well we've had a you know a Sunday Wednesday now Saturday now we're back at the turf on Tuesday as well it's pretty much like you know championship football isn't it you know where you've got one midweek one weekend um, yeah. so you, you are going to have a couple of tired legs uh, as well, yeah, like that. definitely. So I, I'm, uh, I'm very happy with that point. Very happy with that yeah. point because we could have easily lost that. Yeah, I think towards the end we could have lost that, and pretty much throughout the entire first half we could have been three 0 down really at half time without them. Really, they didn't create that much, but they were easily the better side. I brought the league table back in just to reiterate what you were saying there, Dan, about how it's been a good point. They've had a good season this season. Look at them; they're in eleventh. They're in no danger of going down whatsoever. Um, you know, they're above Palace, and uh, sorry, not Palace. They are Palace. They're above Villa. And, you know, people have been raving about Villa since Gerard's gone there. So that, that tells me that, you know, that's a good, that's a very, very good point. Um, 
Laura says, my perfectly legal stream was having a nightmare, so I've got no idea what happened. Basically, Laura, we were shitting the first half and good in the second half, apart from the last 10 when we sat back a little bit. Um, I've asked Matt already, so Dan, I'll ask you again. And, you know, it's a question that I'm going to ask you every single week. Obviously, well, every time you're on, on the stream. Um, we have now another point on the board. You came on against Spurs. You were like, oh, 95%. Sorry, not the Spurs. 95%, it'll still go down after the Brighton game. I've listened to the Spurs podcast, but obviously I wasn't on that one. What are your thoughts now in terms of where we are staying up? What percentage are you that we will stay up? The the, the more games we play, the more the more I'm sort of thinking, right, we've got a chance here. Especially with today's game, I was expecting us to come out and deliver a second half performance, similar to United, but it, it, it's a different, it's a totally different game when you play in Palace. It's very scrappy. Um, I'll drop it down to 80. 80. So you're 80% that we're going down. Eight, still 80% that we're going down, but it's dropping. It is dropping drastically. So You know what? It's an improvement, so I'll take it. I'm I'm in the I'm in the not the, that we definitely I am quietly confident now that we'll do it. But I'm quite I admit I'm quite emotional. The, the, only reason that, the thing is, I literally want to sit here and blow it out. We are staying up and everything else. I want to say it, but this season has just been so it's so unscripted. You don't know what's going to come around the corner. And, you know, all it takes is a couple of our players to get some serious knocks. A um, couple of games where we just absolutely just don't show up. Um, yeah. You know, get this if, Leicester if, if game Vegos out of the way. If gets injured, then we might as well just pack up and go on. <laughs> I thought I thought Vegos were pretty quiet today, to be fair. He was. He was. Yeah, but, and they knocked out the game, didn't they? Kept yeah, yeah. They isolated his game, really. And I think I think the I think the part that we were talking about in the first part of the stream that they overran the midfield it meant he couldn't drop back as easily as well where he gets a lot of joy in the midfield. Um, but yeah, it was quiet. I've already asked Matt again, so I'll ask you. What did you make of Dash's subs? Because bringing Barnes on in end we've got a point, so I do feel a bit weird criticising him. Bringing Barnes on quite late on when Corny sat on bench, I'd have gone the other way and maybe tried to go for it. It's in it's interesting because I, I I look at what um, the you know. Uh, Rich from Eagle Eyed Football, uh, Crystal Palace um, podcast platform, they said that, you know, if we get the ball down and play football that we have been doing recently, Palace will try and open us up and utilise that because that's where they're probably stronger. But if we do the old Burnley and play that long ball football and get in your face, Palace will shit themselves because they don't like, you know, aerial threats. So I was almost thinking when he brought Barnes on, is that going to change it? Are we going to sort of revert back to that to try and do something? But we didn't. We tried to use a sort of a mix of both. Um, however, yeah, I, I, I do totally agree. I think Corner should have got some minutes. Yeah. Um, I'd have even took probably Vegost off and um, and give Corner a, a couple of minutes with with J Rod. You know, we had yeah. the goal ruled out as well. I mean, yeah. they were offside. There's not that we can't we can't deny that. Um, the thing is, it's one of them. I, I was just cheesed off. It just made me think when I watched it of the moments where you used to be at pub, just sat there going, oh, well, you were offside. Uh, yeah, well, referee gave it. Like, I miss those days. I miss those days of refereeing errors and just now we're having to sit there on bated breath. Yeah, to be fair, whereas now we can still just say, oh, well, you know, VAR's wrong, as some people do, incorrectly, obviously. <laughs> but um, but um, if we do stay up, 
Obviously, Laura said Leeds are in big trouble. I like me, and I th- don't think you're in the stream at that point, Laura. But me and Matt have already spoken about Laura, uh, about Laura, about Leeds. Um, <laughs> so we, we, I, I think that I think they'll have Calvin and uh, and the rest of them coming back, and they'll be okay. If we do stay up, Dan, even though eighty percent that we don't, but if that twenty percent comes true, who are we catching? Is it Brentford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brentford, Brentford and Everton. They're the, they're Everton. the two. Everton. They're, they're the two for me. I'm, I'm hoping Man City absolutely tear Everton a new arsehole at half half. Um, yeah, well, it's it's four minutes two now. Um, so, you know, hopefully by the time we finish this stream, because I'm going to have to wrap it up in around 10.15, I've got somewhere to be again tonight, annoyingly, because I could just sit here and talk about the game all day. But hopefully, yeah, by the time we're on the stream, it's already 2-3-0. Um, but we've had some predictions. Leicester up next. Matt, I'll start with you on this one. It's winnable, isn't it? I know I, I made a passive comment earlier about it being a winnable game, but I think Vardy might be coming back at some point. They have not played this weekend, so they're going to be fresher. Yeah, I think it thoughts? is winnable. It's, well, every game's winnable, isn't it? It just depends how, how you turn up and play sort of thing. Like we beat City in our own backyard before, and we turned up well then. But it's just yeah. whether... I mean, it's going going back some time, that. Well, yeah, we're buying. <laughs> but it depends whether we turn up like we have done today or we turn up against like we did with Spurs. I think yeah. if we turn up like we did against Spurs, then I think, yeah, we can we can have them. But if we turn up like this, the first half today, then then no. So I think it'll be a tough one. Tony says Brentford and Leeds will be overtaken. You know what? I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I do think Leeds will be okay in terms of their fight for survival. Um Leicester, Dan, what are your thoughts? Winnable? Yeah. I mean, I've just done a watch long with a Leicester fan and he, he even said the game against Randers, which they won in the second leg, he said he wasn't overly joyed by their um by their second by their performance in that second leg, even though they won it three one. He said the performance wasn't there. Um so you've got to take it to him. However, as you said, the spur of Vardy being back is always a threat against Burnley, isn't he? And that's what that that's probably what fears us the most. Um, he just yeah. crops up with a goal from, from nowhere. Uh, we need to be on our toes. We need that same crowd atmosphere that we had against Spurs. We need to keep that mentality going at home now. Make Turf more a fortress again. Um, and fingers crossed, you know, we can get over the line. But things are going right. I, I, you know what? I, I wouldn't even really make any changes from this game. I, I, I'd, for a third week in a row, keep the same, keep the same uh, team out there. Just because I think it'll show... Not, not togetherness. Not that's not the way. But it'll show that basically that we are. He believes in those players. That you're the you got a result against Spurs. Yeah, I get that. Um, okay, you've got a point against Palace, but try try and do it again on a Tuesday night. Uh, the yeah. only change, uh, the only change, as I say, will probably be Peters being out because he he uh, he looks cropped, didn't he? Yeah, I think I think Peters will be out. Taylor will come in. Uh, Graham Jennings has put a comment that he put a few minutes ago. His, his team for the Leicester game. He's gone for Pope Roberts, talking me Taylor, Lennon, Westy, Brownell, McNeil. So he's gone for Westy uh, in the middle, McNeil, and he's gone Corny and Vegos. I I would lean more towards Graham's thinking because I thought in the first half we did look lethargic today, and I think it might just catch up with us again. Yeah, um, Matt, what are your thoughts? What would you do for I'd, Leicester? I'd leave Corkin. I think Cork Cork works better with Brownell. Uh, yeah. I think Westwood, he, he does all right, but I think he just hits them balls like he did in the uh, second half where it's round the back and over the top sort of thing. And it's them most of the time. If nothing's working, then he just reverts to them and then he keeps trying them and it doesn't, doesn't work for us. Like, we scored today, but you're offside. Yeah. 
I'd be interested to see Westy in the middle with Veghorst up top because I believe, I agree with you, I do think that Cork and Brown will suit each other pretty well, but I think the midfield has got a lot better because of Veghorst coming in and dropping into the midfield and helping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd, like, I'd like to see Westy. I'd like to see Westy within that midfield. He gets a lot of stick on, on Burnley Twitter, does Westy. I'm not particularly sure why. He's had a few poor games. Definitely he's had a few poor games. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Westy. But I agree with you both. I do think Brownell and Cork complement each other quite well. Um, I'm going to start wrapping it up because uh, Bradley from Talk BFC, he's, he's, he's not coming. I'm not sure what's happened. I hope he's okay. Um so, uh, we've touched on the relegation battle a bit, though. Um, I'll quickly ask you both now. Are Norwich 100% gone? Yeah, I think so. Dan, you're not in, yeah? Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, we, we already put a fat, Norig, uh, a fat R against the name before they'd even kicked a ball, but... Yeah, true. Well, but even when they won championship, I was like, nah, there you go. Stick that red line through them already. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they're down. They're down. They're done for. Dean Smith's yeah. not going to do it. They've had a couple of results. Fair enough. They can stick that on a DVD, do a Spurs. But um, they're going down. Yeah, fair enough. I agree with that. What about Watford, though? See, Roy's never been relegated, has he, as a manager? He's never He's never took that. a club. He's never never been relegated as a manager. So, um, yeah, exactly. We saw it with Sam Allardyce. He came into West Brom, didn't he? He tried to keep them up. However... You know, sometimes yeah. lightning doesn't strike a good couple of times. So hopefully it'll just showcase that Roy's not the man and uh, Watford will drop as well. Yeah. You agree with that, Matt? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. A good point from today, though. I can't believe it. It's poor from United, that. I'm in one of them um, last man standing fucking WhatsApp group things where you put a 10 yeah. in and you pick a 10. I picked Man United this week, so I'm fuming. It's only, it's only oh, second oh, round. I'm oh, out oh, already. No, what, no wonder you want to wrap this up and go out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, ain't check, I ain't check my bets online, though, but I, I definitely would have backed Man United to win, so I'm not even going to bother doing it. Um, but yeah, that's it then for this week's show. Dan, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you and your content before we do go? Yeah, yeah, you can find me on Turf More House TV or just tur- at Turf More House. Um, it's good to see the solidarity between a lot of Burnley uh, channels as well. So I really do thank you, Joe and uh, Simon, last week for you know giving me a voice on your platform as well. But yeah, you can catch me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Um, try- trying to get involved with uh, all social media possible. But yeah, please do go check us out. I'm sure you support. Yeah, definitely. And Matt, you have nothing. No, I have not. So, but but you will probably see more of Matt on Turfcast over the coming weeks and months because he's been asking questions and he's this for his audition and you know he's done all right. To be fair, with old Matt, some I'm ridiculous opinions. Yeah, well, I'm hoping people. I'm hoping people forget about that, and I'm pretty annoyed that fans bet. Click that up. I said it as like a throwaway jokey comment, and they clicked it on me. I was like, "Oh, get practicing then." I might have to actually do one. After a few drinks, you'll be fine. Yeah, well, I'll, you might see some clips of me dancing tonight if uh, people get the phones out, but I'm working it morning at 7am in Leeds. Joe, so you know I'm when the best time to do it is? You know when fans what? storm the pitch on the last day of the season, we stay up in the middle of the pitch? Yeah, in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> with I, I might, I might, yeah, <laughs> I might struggle <laughs> to get down there from top tier at Jimmy Mack. Yeah, well. I, I can do it. We did it as kids, didn't we? Yeah. You'd rush out five minutes before end, jump into lower, straight up the stairs, straight on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I do remember those days, to be fair. Um, I can't remember when I went on. I, I can't remember when I ran up pitch. But anyway, that's it. Like I said, we're going to wrap up. My camera, for some reason, keeps freezing as well, so it's a good time to wrap up as well. It does this when it when it does too much sometimes. Uh, but thanks for watching. Uh, if you've just joined us late, um, I'll quickly get the podcast clipped up and then I'll get it out of there. That's a horrible freeze for him. That is a horrible freeze for him. Um, I'll, quickly get it, I'll quickly get it clipped up. There we go. Uh, and so you can listen to a podcast. And if you listen to this on a podcast um, afterwards and you want to be involved in the live show, just give us a follow on all the social media channels and you'll be able to get on for the one against Leicester on Tuesday. But thanks for watching or listening and we will see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. ¿Necesitas limpia parabrisas? Los profesionales en autopartes de O'Reilly Auto Parts te pueden ayudar a encontrar opciones específicas para tu vehículo y hasta te los pueden instalar gratis. Ahorra 10 dólares al comprar un par de limpia parabrisas Bosch Focus. Además, recibe puntos dobles o rewards. Visita hoy mismo O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.